Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion. And of course, like and subscribe if you like it. And I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. Today on English with Grace, Ray and I continue our conversation about the Lunar New Year and talk more specifically about the year of the tiger and zodiac signs. Okay, uh, the last thing I wanted to discuss was the year of the tiger. Okay, so it says Lunar New Year, the year of the tiger. What does that mean? And maybe elaborate a little bit on the Chinese zodiac. Yes, yeah. Like the Western zodiac and in the Chinese culture, we also have zodiac signs, and there are 12 of them. So this year, and there are 12 animals. So this year is the year of the tiger. And they're actually like in rotation for the name of the years, there are 60 of them. Because within like the years of tigers, there's also gold tiger, wood tiger, water tiger. There are oh. five of them. So uh, what we call Xing. So the five natures, or I couldn't remember, the five elements. Yeah. So the five elements, um, this year is water tiger. So the next, uh, like 12 years later, it will be the year of tiger again, but it wouldn't be water tiger. It would be something else. It would probably be the wood tiger. Okay. Or fire tiger. Yeah. Yeah. I remember discussing the five elements because in... The U.S., I think most people who are into Zodiacs or talk about Zodiacs talk about the four elements, uh, fire, water, yeah. air, and earth. Mm-hmm. But then in Chinese culture, you have um, gold. gold uh, fire, water, wood, and earth. Yeah. So it surprises me that you don't have air. No, we don't have air. Yeah. It's different. But it's- you have wood and earth because I thought wood and earth would be the same, but they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. So then you have the Zodiac, um, but that's 12, right? 12 different animals. Yes. Okay. Whereas in Western culture, people usually observe like Aquarius, Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And yes. so it's a similar idea, but each person is an animal. Yeah. So we start with a uh, rat and then cow. And it's interesting how I try to memorize them because there's a thing, that, like I have to start from the top. Like in Chinese, it's called so like every, it's like all corresponds. So if you ask me who's after tiger, I can't tell you. I have to start from like rat, cow. Now, tiger. wait a minute. You say start from the top. So for me, um, I would start with my, with the Zodiac of Western culture, you start with like January, right? Mm-hmm. And so it'd be Capricorn. When you say start at the top, it's not by month, it's by year. It's by right? year. Okay, right and so okay. the top is what, like the, the rat. But how do you know it's the top? Like, it's is there just a sheet that you've seen before? I, I'm like, what do you mean the top? The top of what? That's just the tradition. That's how we're. Told. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's the rat, and then uh, each animal. I'll have to maybe I can include an image uh, when I post the podcast link, a picture yeah. of the the twelve animals. Yeah. Um, so for people who 
was born uh, in the year of tiger. This year, they will either be like 12 or 24 or 36 or 48, and this would be their birth sign year. Yes. Okay. And this is the superstitious stuff. Again, it's actually considered um, bad luck to be in your birth sign year. Like people will say that you will run into or you will encounter more bad luck in your own birth sign year. So there are ways that you have to wear gold. You have to wear red underwears. Oh, really? Yeah. To chase off the bad demons and bad lucks. Yeah. Okay. So then there's that red again. Red comes into play. Yeah. Red comes into play. Red is very important. Uh, Okay. So uh, is it more bad luck specifically, or is it like you'll go through a a period of growth and challenging moments, or is it truly just like, okay, but but we would say bad luck. Like I didn't really believe in it until it was my year. And, but before that I've had friends who were in their birth sign year and like they got into a car accident or they just lost (gasps) their bracelet, like gold bracelet for no reason. And I had yeah. a, like a very close friend. She she lost her bracelet. I was with her. And she oh. was wearing it. And she just lost it. We were on the bus. And she's like, let's get off the bus, see if it's at the bus stop. And we tried to find it because it was snowing. We couldn't yeah. find it. And she called her mom. And according to the older generation, like what her mom said was like, it was actually good luck that she lost it because it was helping her to um, keep away from the bad luck. Like mm-hmm. losing that means that nothing else would happen to you. Like oh. all the bad things would go away with that bracelet. Oh, like that was okay. the purpose of that bracelet was to protect her, sort of to guide her as a guardian. Uh, okay. To guard her. And that was lost. It means that all the other bad fortune that was supposed to happen would like all be together. Very interesting. So the five elements, how do you, how do you know if it's the year of which tiger, like the uh, water tiger or the wood tiger? Like, I don't know them by heart, but there's ways to look it up. And Mm -hmm. also it follows uh, order. So it starts with gold, uh, wood, water, fire, and earth. Mm -hmm. So this if this one, uh, this year is water tiger, after tiger, next one would be fire. So in 12 years, the next year of tiger would be fire tiger. Yes, but in 12 years, won't it be another? Oh, okay. It so the same animal. It's a long cycle though then, right? Because next year's years. a different animal. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, so you only get one in your lifetime, really? Like one true year yeah. of yourself? Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. you get 12. Uh, no, you, you get it every 12 years. Yes, but the, the element which, is different. Yeah, the element is different. Okay. As long as it's the year of tiger, it would be your own birth sign year. Your year. And every 12 years is bad luck or just the year that lands on your element? Every 12 years is bad luck. Okay. okay. It's more like you need to be cautious, more cautious. Yeah. I really don't know how to say that. Like, let me look at this up. They're actually yeah. a... a a name for it um so with the birth sign year um there's a chinese god called the grand duke of jupiter and whenever it's your birth sign year you just um like uh the 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 superstition is that on that year you would be offending this god 
Oh, okay. So usually so, it's, it's something bad. Like you would think that yeah. it would, if it falls on your birthday, it'd be something positive, but it's actually yes. a challenge. It's a challenge. So on this year, like traditionally it's believed that you will be offending this God. And in order to not offend him, you need to like wear the red and do a lot of things. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. A lot of people, and I think uh, people would say this is generational. Like a lot of people who are Gen Z uh, mm-hmm. are really into Zodiac signs. I would yeah. argue Gen Z and millennials. And I'd say my friends are split, like 50 believe in it and 50 don't. Mm-hmm. Would you say a lot of people um, in Chinese culture believe in Zodiac mm-hmm. signs? And more specifically, does anyone in China believe in Western Zodiac or is it pretty much always following the um, mm-hmm. Chinese Zodiac? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Okay. I think younger generation, like in China, they believe more in the Western zodiac signs, and we often joke about. Uh, it's usually when you get, like, when you get older, you start to believe in more. Uh, you start to believe more in the Chinese zodiac sign, because whereas we think those are like old traditions, yeah. when you're young, when you're in your like twenties or even younger, like when you're teenagers, mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, that's old that's traditional and that's superstitious and i'm not i'm not like that like i said before i had my own birth sign year before i was 24 i didn't believe in that mm-hmm. but my birth sign year was sort of challenging for me yeah there were mm-hmm. obstacles that i didn't expect so and that made you believe made you superstitious mm-hmm. got it all those cliches were there for a reason and you started to wonder it doesn't necessarily mean that you started to like become a strong believer mm-hmm. you start to wonder maybe they're like it's there for a reason yeah yeah um and then do you think that your characteristics fit you well um so you're the year of the dog the year of the dog Okay, so that would be like um, the year of the dog. And then for me, like my Zodiac is a Libra. Mm-hmm. And then each of those get certain characteristics. Yeah. Do you identify with those? Do you think yours are fitting? Or do you think it's just a hoax? Like I strongly identify with those. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a total true. dog. <laughs> I'm a total It doesn't sauce, right? But it doesn't. <laughs> I, I think a dog person um, is like, loyal outgoing and all these uh, i think all those characteristics are are positive ones Mm -hmm. in a sense like even when you try to think of the animal rat it doesn't necessarily mean positive things but it would mean that uh, you are swift uh you are uh, agile in a sense so they look for when people describe these uh zodiac signs they look for positive uh adjectives or positive descriptions and for dogs like everybody loves dogs right so dog person is usually a people person which is me yes so identify a lot and i think i was born the year of fire dog and so i'm very outgoing like extra outgoing okay yeah so there's a little more room if you you know do fire dog wood dog water dog there's more room for differentiation Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people get upset because well not upset but just can't follow the zodiac thing because there's only 12 options and you can't compartmentalize people like that 
Right. So yeah. with the five elements, you've got a little more differentiation. Yeah. And super interesting. And because Chinese is a, I think Chinese language is a symbol language, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, even like when, for, for some more superstitious parents or people from older generations, um, for their kids, when they name their kids, they will look at their zodiac signs and like the time and place uh, their kids was born and mm -hmm. see which five of the elements they are lack of. And they'll um, put that in their name. Because there are signs, like how you write it, like gold, wood, water in Chinese. So for their names, because usually uh, Chinese characters, they have different parts to it. Mm -hmm. So on the left, set, left side, you will see like a gold sign. Oh, there. okay. That's how you name it or a nickname. So as an example, my uh, older cousin, I think according to someone, yeah, he lacks gold in his life. So his real name is gold. Okay, so it's like <laughs> to make just, up for that element that's missing. Yeah, to, to make up for that element. And to be, I, I feel like it's overcompensating. His, name, his nickname is Xin Xin. So his name is Jin, Jin means gold in, in Chinese. And his nickname is Xin Xin, and the character Xin is three gold put together. Oh, that's how okay. you write it. That's like so. His nickname is like six gold. So himself yes. is like seven gold. Really making up for that lost gold really piece. <laughs> uh, I always tell this story. I think it's it's funny. You know, like when when your parents give you a name, mm -hmm. how much thought they put into it. And I think uh, Teresa has a really uh, successful program whenever she how people name their kids, like they, their kids' English names. Mm -hmm. People are just fascinated with names because all English names also has their meanings. Yeah. So they, they want, like people love knowing it and Chinese will be the, like in Chinese it will be the same. Okay. Yeah. Names can be very powerful. So I like that you're explaining the symbol behind the name. All right, so this part of the podcast I think is going to become my favorite, but I ask each guest that comes on the podcast to share an idiom or an expression about the topic we are discussing. So for Zodiac Signs, uh, this year for Lunar New Year, it's the year of the tiger. Do you have an idiom that comes to mind around this topic? Uh, I actually have three, and they mm. all come with an explanation and a story. The first one... Um, the literal translation of it uh, in English is the difficulty in writing a tiger. The difficulty in writing yeah. a tiger. <laughs> okay, that's what literal, does that mean? That's the literal translation, but uh, the actually what it what it means is that um, it's difficult to it's difficult to dismount from a tiger. Mm -hmm. So it means that you're in a pickle. Oh, you're in a pickle. Okay, pickle. so you can use an idiom to describe an idiom. Yes. You're in a pickle. You're in a pickle because you are riding a tiger. But unlike a horse, it's difficult to dismount. Yeah. So you are put in an awkward position. You can really get out of it. Okay. And can you say it in Chinese just for yeah. the listeners? In Chinese, qi hu nan xia. Okay. So qi is riding, hu is tiger. Nan is difficult. Xia is dismount. So riding a tiger, difficult dismount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love hearing the literal translation because yeah. the languages are just so different. Okay, but the 
the um, idiom to match it would be you're in a pickle. You're so a pickle. Yeah. stuck between two difficult decisions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or you're you're being put under the spotlight. Okay. You're you're put in an awkward position. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's usually when um, like you promise someone something, and you then realize that you can't really do it, but uh -huh. you already made a promise. Or you you just put it in an awkward position. You're put mm -hmm. you're put there, and yeah. it's awkward for you to admit you can't do it, or it's awkward for you to tell someone. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And the other one is a little translation. The Chinese is 三人成虎, and the little translation is three people become a tiger. It doesn't mean that they merge together and become a tiger. It means that if a lot when more than three people or three people telling the same rumor. When three people are telling the same rumor, it becomes the truth. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, say that the idiom again. Three people becomes a tiger. Three people become a tiger. Okay. Uh, and if so, if these three people say the same thing, it will happen. It will come to pass. It basically means, I think the original story was that um, if one person uh, start running down the street yelling that I saw a tiger, you wouldn't believe him. If a second person comes and start yelling, you still wouldn't believe him. But when a third person comes, you will start to wonder. Oh. Maybe there is a tiger. Okay. So that means that when there's something that is completely untrue, but if three people or even more starts to start to talk about it and start to spread the rumor, it makes you wonder. Because yeah. people are all skeptical, right? It's and it's easier for people to believe in the skepticism. Yeah. So people will be like, hmm, I think there might be a reason why they say something like that. Yeah. But so, in, in in reality, nothing happened. There's no tiger. Yeah, the power in numbers. <laughs> yes, the power in numbers. Okay. Uh, and then because you're Ray, you have three idioms, you always go above and beyond. <laughs> what is your third one? The third one is letting the tiger escape, letting the tiger going back to the mountains. Okay. And in what Chinese, it's, it's called fang hu gui shan. Fang, fang is uh, releasing, hu is tiger, gui is returning, shan is mountain. So you are releasing the tiger back to its mountains. It means leaving a huge, um, you know, releasing a potential threat back to where the threat was where it came from okay came uh, from. so there's probably not a literal or a, a matching idiom in english that you can think of like it's usually the other person telling you that you shouldn't let him go that easy because okay. you're letting the you're letting the tiger you're letting the tiger back to the mountains so it's like don't let them off the hook and like, there there's a second part to it like don't let oh, them off okay. the hook uh -huh. It will be a potential threat in the future. Oh, okay, okay. The tiger itself means that it's a, a threat. Yeah. If, if you're just releasing a monkey back to the mountains, it wouldn't cause any. It yeah, it won't come back threat. and get you. Right. It won't come back. Yeah. So it'll be like, don't let it off the hook. It will come back at you. Okay. So yeah, it would. We'd need an extension of the idiom in English, yeah. but yeah, don't let them off the hook because they'll be back and could cause harm or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. 
Um, and these are all specifically uh, idioms around the year of the tiger, or these are just idioms that have tiger. Have tiger in it. Yeah. Okay. So you can use them anytime. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, I ask that because I did um, New Year's idioms mm -hmm. in the U.S., and one of them is to ring in the New Year. That's just an expression, um, and you would only use that like on New Year's Eve. It's not yeah. like, how did you ring in this? Uh, so that's why I asked that question. So these are yeah, you can use them and sound to sound more sophisticated. You can mm -hmm. use them all the time. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, I want to thank you for coming on the English with Grace podcast and having this very in-depth discussion. So thank you, Ray, for coming. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.